What if you could be doing something smarter with your money that creates income now? If you're wanting to get ahead financially and enjoy greater freedom of choice, if you want a comfortable retirement and you know you'll have more choices if you can do more with your money now, if you've wondered who else is creating ways to make their money work for them and you want actionable ideas with honest pros and cons and no fluff, welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Richard Geek Podcast. Today's guest is Jesse, is it Krieger? Krieger, is it? All right. He's the uh, co-founder, chief content officer of powerfan.io. Their mission is to empower authors, creators, and fans to connect and conduct commerce in valuable new ways, uh, specifically NFTs. That's what we're going to be talking about. How you doing, Jesse? Great to be here. Thanks for having me, Mike, and uh, excited for the conversation. Yeah, so you know, NFTs have been in the news a little bit. Uh, you know, you hear of authors, uh, music people, artists, uh, they're selling their stuff via NFTs. Uh, can you explain a little bit about NFTs, you know, uh, the background, what are they? Sure, good place to start. So most people probably have heard of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin is the first cryptographic currency, um, easy to transfer anywhere in the world. You have custody of it, very secure. Mm -hmm. Ethereum is the second gen. It's like a global supercomputer. So the Ethereum blockchain lets you create an NFT or a digital asset. An NFT means a non-fungible token. And the simple way to think about that is like, I've got a, a dollar here, right? I could have yeah. $2, I could have half a dollar, but it's the same currency, right? You can have more or less of it. It's interchangeable, $1 worth another dollar. But an NFT is a unique singular asset that is not does not have a one-to-one -one exchange with anything else. So it has its own value. Um, so as a, as a concept, what you're doing when you create an NFT is you're minting a digital asset onto the blockchain that can then be bought and sold and transferred amongst crypto wallets, namely MetaMask, Coinbase wallet, a few big ones. Now, I know that basically NFTs, it's a computer file, right? I mean, is it sort of like it's... It has proof of ownership, authenticity, but it's basically a computer file. Is that right? Or is that kind of? Yeah. They, so with like the more tech, technically oriented way to look at it is the Ethereum blockchain exists everywhere. Like mm -hmm. you can't get rid of it unless the entire global internet went down. Mm -hmm. um, so it exists in a cloud, but it's accessible from any device, any um, mobile phone with a crypto wallet, any browser that has an extension of a crypto wallet. Um, and so the NFT is held in a private wallet as opposed to 
um, on a, a centralized server or on a, a corporate <laughs> server or exchange, or even like on a stock market or in a bank, you, you custody your funds with that institution. But the hallmark of crypto and the, the foundation of Web 3.0 is custody of your own assets and interacting with crypto commerce enabled websites without depositing funds or sending your money to a third party. It's a, it's a one-to-one -one exchange between buyer and seller through these exchanges and on these platforms. Okay. And so in such a way, the NFT is a, I, I was really thinking about that. Is it a computer file? It's a, uh, it's an entry on the blockchain specifically tied to the owner's wallet address and that you can see from the time it was minted, mm -hmm. the entire transaction history and change of ownership, time stamped down to the second of the whole history of that asset. Mm -hmm. um, so there's one, one component is minting it so it exists. That's the genesis minting of an NFT. But then if, if I sell it to you, Mike, and then you sell it to uh, Linda, mm -hmm. now there's a record of those two transactions when they took place, what value was exchanged for the NFT. And in, in such a way, it exists on a public ledger as opposed to in a, a private corporate computer server somewhere, right? Now, how do you get that asset? You know, for, you know, one of the things that comes to mind is, uh, you know, Twitter CEO, uh, Jack Dorsey, he sold the first tweet uh, that Twitter ever did as an NFT. And I think it was, it was something like $3 million for that first, it was like 3 million. Um, how do you get that tweet? You know, or, you know, if, if an artist sells something, how do you do, does you ship via FedEx? Here's, here's that asset or here's that thing. And, you know, <laughs> that, I mean, that would be the offline equivalent. Uh, think of it this way. Like, I see you've got like a Steelers poster. Imagine that was yep. signed by the whole team. Yep. And it was the only one in the world signed by the whole team. Okay. Um, so that would, if that was represented as an NFT, mm -hmm. you could say whoever buys this NFT is going to receive uh, this signed poster, right? So you can think of it as a certificate of authenticity, a proof of ownership. It can be connected to a physical asset but the, the streamlined use case is transferring digital assets and digital ownership. Hmm. Uh, but also, well, we can go deeper into this, but the, the NFT itself can just be a key that gives you access to a community, mm -hmm. to bonus content, to exclusive experiences, to one-on-one -on -one interaction with the creator, to uh, access to a live event. Uh, and in such a way, like if you've got you know, like a conference badge from an event you attended, mm -hmm. you can now have the NFT representation of attending and being part of an event that itself can unlock the content of the event. Mm. So after the event, you could access all of the recordings, all of the talks that were part of the event via the NFT and an online content repository. Now, how can normal people use nfts uh are well, there you know i'm thinking ceo you know the artists and, and rock stars and, and things like that how can i use it or, or someone that's listening how can they use nfts sure i mean we really started to 
to really empower creators and fans. So mm -hmm. audiences and, 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 and experts of some kind um, to, to have that connection. So to enable that. So for example, um, as a podcast, each episode of the podcast could be an NFT um, and it could be an NFT that includes a bonus gift from the guest. So um, say if we were to turn this episode into an NFT, one lucky listener could get it and the NFT includes, you know, a thousand PFAN tokens or um, hands-on training to launch your NFT collection. So it's a way to deliver um, bonuses, prizes, incentives, but instead of just saying, hey, you won, so book your call here, you actually get this this ownership asset of the NFT. Um, so anyways, that that's one use case we're exploring with a few podcasts, right? Like yeah. turning the content you already create into an NFT or a, or a series of NFTs. Another approach would be you could do um, a richer geek NFT collection and have artwork from guests, good ideas, um, listeners, and do a whole collection of different imagery or art. And everybody who holds one of those gets some privileged access into the deeper into the richer geek community. So if that's a mastermind call, if that's um, bonus resources or free technology or discounts to popular companies or vendors, you could create any, any amount of incentives and then bring people together around an offer where the NFT is the ticket into that community of shared interest or, or shared economic purpose, shared, uh, in, in many cases, charitable causes are, are being funded like lavishly through this technology too right now. And is that where PowerFan comes in play? Do you help with that, that transaction? Yeah, that's our model. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, for people that have some experience with NFTs, you can go to powerfan.io, create an account, start minting NFTs and sell them. Uh, you don't need me or our team involved, but for, for people that we, our, our main offer is to partner with creators, work with them to create a cool, valuable NFT collection, build the marketing strategy around that and the community engagement around that and take it, you know, manage the, the launch. Mm -hmm. uh, so once, and we do that on a 70, 30 percentage, um, provided it's the right fit 70 mm -hmm. for the creator, but once, the, so here's an interesting thing with NFTs, once they've sold into the market, each subsequent transaction can flow a royalty back to the creator mm -hmm. instantly and automatically. Um, so like, you know, for anybody that's had waited on payments from vendors or made a sale or earned a referral commission and then 60 days later you get paid out mm -hmm. when an nft transacts if it's programmed in the royalty flows up to, in our case up to 50 percent can flow back to the creator mm -hmm. um, and other platforms only have up to 10 percent. but it's my sense and what our focus is by having a higher royalty um, that's what really empowers creators to bypass more of the entrenched infrastructure of publishing companies, record labels, distribution outlets. If they can reach their fans and audience, then they can deliver a full experience without many intermediaries. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'll pause there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, it's very interesting. You know, for someone like me that, you know, I'm still trying to wrap my hand, you know, my head around cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. And it sounds like mining NFTs is a lot easier. You know, I hear about these crypto mining factories, you know, and people are mining these things 24 seven and you have to find these things. And it looks like with the NFTs, you just go on your website, mine it, create it. Is but then that, you got to sell it. And then you have to sell it. Yes. Yeah. So with mining, with mining, it's maintaining the blockchain operations and earning a, a fee denominated in that token. So Bitcoin miners help validate transactions that are entered to the blockchain and they receive a, a amount of Bitcoin for their efforts. Yeah. So that's actually quite that that's an important process of blockchain and crypto but creating an nft is way simpler and we're lowering the tech you don't have to have you don't have to write a line of code to to produce an nft with us it's just a yeah. few minutes to get it all set up and when it is you've got a, a permanent url um, that you can start to share and anybody can come connect their wallet bid or purchase and and then that transaction takes place. So think, hmm. think about the, um, the entrenched like payment processing infrastructure. Uh, if, if I start a business, I need, a, uh, I need to incorporate, I need a bank account, I need an EIN number, uh, maybe some other stuff, a business license, I need a merchant account, I need to get set up with a checkout processor. And then maybe just then somebody can give me money with an NFT, I could go on, create an offer, say you're going to get this, 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 and this, and hit publish, and then share that link. And minutes later, somebody can connect their crypto wallet, send me their funds, and receive the NFT mm -hmm. trustlessly, meaning nobody's approving or denying it. If you buy it, the transaction takes place, um, and there's no returns. There's no reversing a blockchain transaction. It's interesting. Um, how has the regulations as far as the government been kind or, or are they starting to pay attention to the NFTs? You know, because it is a uh, not really a monetary transaction, but it kind of replaces monetary. Um, how's the uh, how's Washington feel about these? Um, you'd have to ask them. But what I observe is that the main issue is with issuing tokens or anything that acts as a security. Yeah. So as long as you're not replacing currency or offering securities like, hey, if you own this, then you're going to get a proportional share of the proceeds from something. Mm -hmm. That's the, the issue. NFTs, it's totally green right now. There's no restriction. There's Visa purchased um, an NFT for, I think, three quarters of a million dollars. MasterCard did the same. This is their way of showing we're, we're in the game. We're processing transactions for NFTs. Um, and that's very different than you can't, in, in many cases, just buy cryptocurrency with a credit card, um, except on a select number of places. But with NFTs, it's fair, it's fair game. So they're viewed as a collectible. They're viewed as memorabilia, um, fan club memberships, not a currency replacement or a security. So that's the main distinction. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, NFTs, you know, last year, I think total sales volume was quarter million, oh, sorry, $250 million or so of NFT sales. Mm. And this year we're into the multiple billions of dollars. So if you just look at like growth industries, we're in a massive growth wave. Um, it's going to continue into next year. Some of the biggest players like Nike two weeks ago or less announced their metaverse. They bought uh, one of the biggest, you know, virtual clothing companies. <clears throat> They're going all in on this stuff. And Disney, Marvel, they've now released their IP to become NFTs and collectibles. So you've got big companies and big known brands that are getting in the game. Plus the, the whole game, quote unquote, grew up from this underground crypto culture and artists and you know, it's it's converging now into the mainstream in a pretty cool way, to be honest. Um, but it's still new to a lot of people. But, you know, this should age well. Listen back to this in three months, six months. And if all this sounds crazy and new, see how it sounds six months from now. Um, and I'll, I'll listen to it myself and go play that same game. Yeah, well, because I know NFTs have been around for a couple of years and we're just now starting to gain traction or it's getting more mainstream. Do you think it's because of the pandemic? You know, the people are just kind of sitting around. We're more aware because it seems like the, the surge of NFTs has been in the last year or two. Is that fair? I, I do think that there's some correlation for sure. Like, you know, say what you will about the last 18 months, but a lot of our lives have migrated online. And there's NFTs, there's a way to get absorbed in digital worlds and digital experiences that's flourished in that same time frame. So it's not just NFTs like Netflix, Disney Plus, streaming, all of these content providers are exploded over the last time because people are home, spending more time online, mm -hmm. consuming more content, which is to me, the absolute gold rush for content creators. This is the time when people are online looking to discover and engage with digital content. So if you're out there and available, then, you know, you can get into that momentum, I'd say. Yeah. Um, do you think that NFTs, would you say that they're the future of digital asset investing? Do you think, or is there going to be another you know, it, it, this seems like the NFTs is kind of like the modern approach to investing. I think what I think NFTs will absolutely be an important part of the future of both finance, um, yeah. art, but also real estate is just begging to be mm. registered on blockchains and transacted securely. Um, so there's people already chipping away at that. There's music and musicians like Kings of Leon released their latest album as NFT um, and had a whole contest around it where if you got one of the golden ticket NFTs, you got front row seats at every concert for life. So there's the people that are embracing NFTs and what's possible with them, in my opinion, are getting ahead of the curve and will ride the wave. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be others that maybe are on the sidelines that are on the fence that will then like get in when they see that it's got staying power. And then there's new people or the 
bigger percentage of the populace that this is all brand new and it's going to filter into their awareness the same way that internet technology and browsers and dial-up modems is the is the most recent tech equivalent for a, a really game-changing technology that has myriad implications how are people using it in real estate are they you know instead of giving me X amount of dollars as an investor to get into it? Are you giving me X amount of NFTs or am I selling NFTs as part of the investment? How are the real estate, how do you see it? Sure, I mean, NFTs are gonna become a bigger part, but there's a number of brokerages and um, that will accept cryptocurrency as payment for property. Hmm. So if you take into context that there's already people buying a house with Bitcoin, buying a house with Ethereum, like they're not converting it to dollars and then transferring it. They're sending Ethereum and that's their deposit payment or their purchase price. So, so then there's an easier step to NFTs where uh, the house or the title or the deed or, or you know, some, something that officially certifies ownership gets validated, like notarized onto the blockchain and then can exist and be much more um, it'll unlock a massive amount of value like just picture if my home my house here which i own was represented on a blockchain i could borrow against it in seconds like collateral um, if i were to sell it it would be a much more streamlined and secure transfer of ownership i mean officially transferring the record of ownership and in the same transaction, receiving the purchase price. Mm -hmm. uh, so from my view, somebody that's not vested in traditional financial structures or institutions that much, I'm excited by what the technology allows, but it's of course, will the entrenched players get on board or fight it or do a little of both and then capitulate? And that's gonna in turn drive more mass adoption and, and use cases. What would you say are some of the, you know, there's risks for everything. Um, what are some of the risks with NFTs? Uh, that you lose all your money. That's yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sure. if, you're, if you're buying, like, in my view, if you're buying an NFT because you see there's a craze and you don't really know, but you just want to grab a few and see, sure, it could make money, in which case it would be luck. Or you could lose all the money and that would also be typical. But to get exposure without guessing, is this a good NFT, is that a good NFT, mm -hmm. is look at the technology platforms where people mint NFTs. So there, one year ago, approximately, I got tuned into Engine, E-N-J-I-N, Mana, Decentraland, Sand, Sandbox, mm -hmm. TVK, Terra Virtual Collect, uh, Rari, Rarible. I knew about all these over a year ago, and they've since gone up 15 to 20 X. And so if you just bought the platform tokens for the, the blockchains that allow people to create and sell NFTs, that's your safe, safe exposure play rather than, you know, it's like, if you get into, um, so many analogies, right? Like rare books or rare art. If you just come in totally blind, you're like, that one seems popular, I'm buying it. Uh, that one looks cool, I'm gonna get it. 
that could be worth something. It could be worth nothing. Yeah. But if you like get in, know the players, see the direction that projects evolve, um, tune into the, like, just join some of the communities and chat with people that are in the space. Um, I admin a group called NFT Universe on Facebook. We can put an invite link. It's free to join and get talking to the people that are active in the space. That's always, I think, the best way to like quickly start to see where the opportunities are. And mm -hmm. transparency, it's the same thing I do. I mean, I talk to everybody I can get, I can talk to, and that's how I learn what's going on in the space and plan how we're going to grow PowerFan accordingly. How can people learn a little bit more about NFTs? Uh, what are some of the resources just to learn, you know, just to dive in just to see if it's something that someone would want to do sure yeah i mean uh, as far as us like check yeah. out our site our blog our socials our community we're almost all education based in terms of um, coming on podcasts i come on and and do events like this to help get the word out uh, so that we can educate people so we've got a lot of resources beyond just power fan um you know, look at read Coindesk, read, um, you know, a few of the publications online that really track NFT sales and projects. Look at OpenSea and look at the top 20 NFT projects, then go and take a look. Like, what are they doing? Why are there? Why is there a quarter billion dollars of transaction volume on this collection of apes? Why is this pixelated <laughs> image of a dude selling for a million dollars? The funny thing is there is a reason. It's not some idiot says, oh, I'm going to spend a million bucks. And if you can understand what the rationale is behind why people are doing these seemingly crazy amounts of purchases, um, that's a clue for what's going on in the space. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just, it's, it's amazing. And, and, you know, for us laymen, um, you know, it's, it's, I think we would need some help. Um, now I know that powerfan.io you have uh, what's called the white glove service. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So we partner with creators, um, artists, authors, so that they have a no tech solution to bring their NFT collection to market. Mm -hmm. And um, so it, it helps them what creations and yeah, correct. So from creating the concept and the direction for the project, like how many NFTs, what are they? What's the imagery or the visual design being used? Okay. Then what are the bonuses? Are there different classes? Like there's 50 of this NFT, but 10 of that one and only one totally unique one. And we help create this launch. We create the collection with the, the creator. Once we know what it all is, then we build the site, program the NFTs. So the result is you've got a featured creator page. You've got a profile where all of your NFTs are available for sale. And then the creator just shares and talks about their project. So White Glove Service is the same as like if you were going to launch an online course or do something else where a, a company is taking you through the whole process without you learning and doing it yourself. 
Yeah, you know, I was looking online a little bit, and I don't know who Beeple is, but I mean, my God, sixty-nine million dollars for you know something that 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 Beeple did, you know, in the MFL collection or MF collection, and I mean, there are just some crazy numbers out there uh, for creators. Yeah, I mean, here's an example of like you see the big number, you see the headline. But that NFT that Beeple sold for $69 million was a montage of art where I think he had created art every single day for thousands of consecutive days. And so it's not just, oh, I put a JPEG online and made 69 million. It's his community that followed every single day for years. Now there's the big headline. So right, overnight success, years in the making. Um, wow. Well, I mean, it, but there's it's, other, there's so many cool examples. Like there's an yeah. electronic mutus, uh, electronic musician, Blau, three L A U, local Vegas artist, but he launched his latest album as an NFT, and you could bid, so it was an auction, and the top eleven bids won this super exclusive uh, NFT, but the number one bidder won. Um, co-producing a song with the artist and then jointly releasing it as an NFT um, and as a record and song that's available everywhere. So here's an example of, you know, a, a genre of music that's fairly tech savvy, right? Electronic music and that. But then his fans that wanted to break into the music industry, hey, if I bid enough, I'm co-producing a song with a Grammy nominated artist, right? Yeah. And so so it allows you to collapse the distance between where you are now and and the access you can get that quite frankly I don't think it's ever existed before where like could jo you know back in the day uh, if you're football fans could Joe Montana go online and in 5 minutes auction a dinner with him and and get a half a million dollars or whatever that's what's becoming possible if somebody makes an NFTized offer and then some super fan that's got plenty of money just wants to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, it's amazing. It's fascinating. I appreciate you coming on, Jesse. Um, and Thank again, you. everyone, it's a powerfan.io for everything you want to learn and know about NFTs. And uh, we have some exciting news for everyone that's listening. Um, Jesse has a free gift for our listeners. Uh, can you explain that, Jesse? Yes, definitely. Um, so we've talked a lot about NFTs, and I talked about the, the cryptocurrencies that help power NFTs and how those can be a good investment. Well, PowerFan, we have our own cryptocurrency called the PFAN token. And we'd like to give uh, 100 PFAN tokens to every listener here that wants to claim it. Um, and one lucky listener will win 2,500 PFAN tokens and hands-on support to do your NFT launch. So if, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my God, I have to do this, make yourself known. That's why I'm here too. Um, but for everybody else, enjoy some PFAN tokens, check out the platform and hope to uh, educate you and get all your questions answered. Wow, Jesse, you know, we really appreciate that. Everybody, this is your opportunity to, uh, why not? It's free 
tokens. And this is the, uh, you know, the best way to learn and, you know, just kind of dabble, you know, but, but the biggest thing is I think once you start doing it, you'll get hooked, especially with all the information that you can get from powerfan.io. Jesse, I appreciate you coming on and have a great night. Thanks for tuning in to the Richer Geek Podcast, where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. For today's show notes, including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.therichergeek.com slash podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others who could benefit from listening and leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes. I appreciate you and thanks for listening.